Hey guys, we are live. You guys comment and let me know. Hit the like button if you see this going live right now. Super excited about this episode. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to Hospitality Live with Rupesh. Each week, we feature an industry leader that will share the latest trends and the best strategies to help you grow. Now, welcome your host, Rupesh Patel. What's up, guys? Comment and let us know where you're watching from. Hoping that you, uh, this is live. You know, sometimes we get an issue where like, oh, LinkedIn's not liking this or the internet connection is bad, but I think we are live. Guys, comment and let me know if you hear this and let me know where you're watching from. Super excited about this episode. This is number 104 and with over 1,400 hotels, that's one, four, zero, zero hotels uh, within the brand. I am super excited to talk to the CEO of G6 Hospitality, Mr. Rob Pleshi. So excited. Guys, comment and let me know where you're watching from. All right, so we have Jacksonville in the house, Daytona Beach in the house. Uh, we got a lot of people on. Uh, super excited about this conversation. And yep, you guys are really quick. All right, we got Denver in the house. Um, Maryland in the house. Hey, Paula from Brazil is in the house. We got Florida in the house, Aventura, uh, College Park, Maryland. I uh, love that. Orlando is in the house. Uh, California, Texas. Justin's in the house. Kimberly's in the house uh, from Jacksonville. San Antonio in the house. Uh, yep. Motel 6 from Daytona is in the house. Uh, Lake Nona, good morning to all of you guys. Super excited. This episode, you're going to learn the hotel trends that are affecting all of us and how you can take advantage of them. Plus discover hospitality leadership and then learn what G6 is doing with over 1400 hotels and how they're growing. We got folks from India, Orlando, we got uh, Canada in the house. Good morning, ATL in the house. Um, anybody from Texas where uh, Rob is from, Dallas, Texas, uh, the entire G6 uh, corporate office is there. London's in the house. Uh, good morning to Charleston. Love this. I love when people from out, out of, you know, from new people that show up. Um, all right, guys. So excited. This episode is brought to you by, and you guys know, uh, put this in the comments, somebody, www.smartguests.com with over 40, or 4,600 clients now within the United States. If you want to increase your revenues, you want to increase your service scores, which we all do now. I know a lot of hotels come to me saying, hey, my service scores are, my medallia scores are in the dumps. What do I do to improve smartguests.com with over 50 tools to help your hotel grow communications, uh, operations, marketing, reviews, guest service scores, and more. Like I said, 4,600 hotels in the United States use this uh, website to get uh, high quality print products, fast shipping, free shipping, Somebody put that in the comments, smartguests.com. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. Now, my mindset this week, and uh, let me know if you guys have been through this, is this right here. Um, yes, this is me pretending to be a big shot at the head of a, a boardroom, but honestly, it's just me in a hotel lobby. And this is at the Hilton Garden in Dallas, Texas. You know, we all try to be somebody in our lives and we want to be somebody. Um, and sometimes we look to dream big and if you've ever been there where you're like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna think outside of what i'm doing right now and and uh and just have fun and dream big and this is me like 
hey, one day it might happen. And I'm excited about that. So if you're growing to hit the like button, hit the comment button and let me know if this is something that, you know, um, that you keep going. And, and that's what keeps me going is just keeping it going by dreaming big. And and I have, I have a lot of good plans in, in the um, in the works right now. So I'm super excited about this. All right. You know, um, Sarah and let me see if I uh, let me see. Sarah, every week I do a Sarah Dandishy Hospitality Minute, and this is her. She's not here today. This is her in Alaska. This is her in Alaska enjoying a trip with Uncruise. Uh, shout out to Sarah. If you guys could follow her, she'll be on next week with the Hospitality Minute. But you know what? I was like, Rob, uh, how about you join me for Hospitality Minute? So I'm going to bring on the CEO of G6 Hospitality, Mr. Rob Pileshi. Hey, Rob. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Super excited. Oh, yeah. I'm with the sun a little bit over here, but it's all right. You look good. You look fine. Hey, it was awesome meeting you at the AHOA conference a couple weeks ago, and I'm super excited about lodging conference coming up uh, September 27th through the 30th. So excited to go get back to meeting people face to face. And, you know, uh, every week Sarah comes on with the Hospitality Minute, and I was, I was like, Rob, you want to join me? And this week, here it is. It's a surprise. Uh, this is the hospitality poll edition. And so we're going to go through and quickly ask questions to you guys that are watching in the audience. And we're going to pull up uh, pull up your, uh, your responses. All right. So in the poll edition, here we go. The first one is, as things slow down, uh, have things slowed down for your hotel in August? Uh, comment yes, no, uh, things have gone up. We would love to hear, uh, and Rob, you know, you guys own hotels nationwide. What's the sentiment for August right now? Um, yeah, August is a, is definitely choppy. I mean, I think choppy is the word to use this whole year, but uh, it's it's been a little bit of a challenge. We've started to see a little bit more slowing. Um, I think more because of the return to school, um, you know, but I think you've got to, you know, factor in the Delta variant as well. Um, and some anxiety there, but, uh, you know, traditionally you see a, a slowdown as, as families and kids get back to school. So, uh, that's what we're seeing. All right. And guys comment, let us know if things are picking up, slow down or steady. Um, would love to have you join the conversation in the, uh, hospitality minute poll edition. All right. The next one is, um, while things are slow and, you know, your shoulder season might be coming up, your slow season might be coming up. Um, are you, do you have plans for special projects? And I know we do super excited about those to continue improving our, our product in our hotels and uh, doing a little bit of training too. But are you doing any special projects uh, during your slow season? And I know a lot of folks did slow, did projects uh, last year when things slowed down a little bit. Rob, how about you guys? Um, yeah, we're definitely we're definitely doing a lot of stuff across our you know our own properties and and encouraging our partners uh, you know in the franchise estate to do the same and I think we just kind of be cautious to remind everybody that it's not always capital intensive projects you know you don't really need to gut the place or renovate you know basic training uh, some basic PM programs you know taking advantage of a little bit of the downtime. Uh, you know, in the fall and and prepping for the busy, you know, the, the busy winter season. So, you know, it doesn't need to be huge capital intensive. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, uh, you know, if you're not growing, 
in any way you're 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 losing out on opportunities, especially when things are slow. You have this big opportunity to deep clean, right? That's a huge thing that we just started, and um, you know you were so busy that you couldn't get to it because of short staffed or whatever it was. Now you have the time instead of people leaving at one o'clock in the afternoon to say I'm done for the day. Keep them on for an extra hour and deep clean or two hours and deep clean some of those rooms that you know are going to be filled up when things pick back up. So that is definitely an opportunity. All right. So the last question is, um, do you think staffing will be a challenge in 2022? Now I hear a lot of folks say, all right, September, you know, I think it's September 6th when the benefits end and hopefully the, you know, this, this variant will slow down a little bit and people get vaccinated and all these different things that are going to hopefully help. Now, I don't know, but I would love to hear from you. Uh, is staffing going to be a challenge for 2022 next year? Are we going to be dealing with the same stuff that we're dealing with this year that we did uh, that we're going to deal with next year? Rob, how about you? Yeah, I, I think it'll be better, um, but I think it's still going to be a, a challenge to a certain degree. I think we've got a lot of people that had always been in our industry uh, that, you know, strayed. Um, and they went and they tried other industries and other businesses. So, you know, maybe they're reluctant to come back or maybe they're liking their new career, you know, elsewhere. But I think it'll be a bit of a challenge. But you know, end of the day, we're an amazing industry. We've got amazing opportunities, great career growth for those that are interested. Um, and as you started off the, the show, you know, dream big. That can happen in this industry. So um, I think it'll be a little, again, like I said, choppy. Um, probably through next year, but then it'll normalize and and we'll be good 23 and beyond. Absolutely. I can't, I can't wait till we kind of slow down on the, at least the challenging parts of, of staffing and supplies. I think those are the two biggest things that are like a headache for us right now where you want to improve the product, but you can't get the supplies or you want to do these deep cleans or these, you know, uh, sold out nights. You want to have sold out nights, but guess what? We don't have the support there for the staff. So, I don't hey, you know, for us, that's our career, right? We're, we're used to dealing with challenges and, and uh, you know, and we navigate and we endure and we brush ourselves off and, and we move forward. So, uh, you know, that's 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 the story of our industry. Absolutely. Well, that is a hospitality minute poll edition. Rob, thank you so much for uh, for joining me for that. All right. Thank so you. we're going to get started. This is a CEO of G6 Hospitality, Rob Pelushi, welcome to the show. And you know, you've been in the industry for a long time. You you have a long career in hospitality, and you know you've been with Hilton for for twelve years. You did t a stint at TGI Friday, um, and then you know for the last four years plus now, you've been with G6. Uh, tell us about your your journey as you got started in hotels. How'd you get into hotels? Um, <laughs> It's actually a pretty funny story. I got into hotels uh, on a bet um, when I was in high school. Um, and um, so I uh, ended up at a working at a front desk of a, a motel um, in Newington, Connecticut. I grew up in the middle of Connecticut and uh, I started working at, uh, at, at the front desk. Um, I, my career aspirations at that time in high school were always to go into culinary um, so, uh, uh, after I completed high school, I went to, uh, Johnson and Wales in Providence, uh, focused on culinary. Um, but you know, after a couple of years of smelling, um, like fish in new England, 
um, and not being able to get a date, I decided to move and, and learn the front of the house. Uh, so I, uh, you know, I changed my my trajectory a bit into, uh, you know, into hospitality. Um, and after I graduated, um, Hyatt hired me as a management trainee. Um, and I started off, uh, you know, down at the uh, at uh, the Hyatt Regency Memphis, um, uh, the gleaming landmark in the heart of New Memphis um, was the tagline. Anyways, uh, and it was after that, you know, years with with Hyatt, um, and uh, I worked with uh, a company that was just growing, Capstar, um, and Capstar uh, as a, became a general manager with them and. And uh, Capstar uh, eventually became Maristar, and Maristar is now Interstate, and Interstate is now Ambridge. Um, so, you know, grew on the franchise side of the business um, and then made my way uh, to uh, Hilton corporate offices in Beverly Hills. Um, so, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, spent many great years at, at Hilton uh, as we. Uh, grew the business globally, um, you know, and uh, you know, I got to I got to learn from uh, you know Chris Nasetta, um, and uh, you know, it's just you know that was an amazing journey, and you know, gave a stint to TGI Fridays in the restaurant business, but lodging is for me. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> so, uh, and now here, you know, almost almost five years at G Six. Uh, so really excited uh, to what we've done, what we've accomplished over here uh, with the business. Now, tell us about G6 and the, and the company itself. And uh, you guys are based out of Dallas, Texas. And um, tell us about your portfolio and tell us about, you know, the, the growth that you guys are seeing right now and um, the, your background, basically. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Motel 6 and Studio 6. Uh, is what makes up G6 Hospitality. Um, we are, we're basically three businesses. We're in the real estate business, we're in the branding business, um, and we're in the technology business. Um, we have a little over 1,400 properties today. We own 140, own and operate 140 around the U.S. Um, and we franchise the other, you know, 1,260 odd properties to some great, amazing partners. Um, and we've got, you know, the majority of the estate is here in the U.S. We've got uh, 30, 35 properties in Canada uh, with some great partners up there. Um, so, you know, the business has, has performed extremely well uh, over the past few years and, and, uh, uh, and throughout COVID. Um, our development pipeline, we have over 150 executed deals. Um, and something that surprises a lot of people is of those 150, 60 of them are new construction. Uh, we've opened uh, we've opened 27 new construction properties in the last uh, three and a half years. And uh, people don't generally equate Motel 6 or Studio 6 to new construction. But we're thrilled that a lot of uh, a lot of our partners out there um, have confidence in the brand. They see the value and the value proposition, and and they are building new products for us. So it's uh, it's really exciting times. Um, yeah, you know the the reason why I know Motel Six very well is because of your commercials, and you know you guys have the best commercials. And, and guys, comment if you've ever seen a Motel Six commercial. Here's a funny one, and you guys are they're they're all pretty cheeky. Um, here's one that I pulled up, and there's hundreds of them that are out there and your famous uh celebrity um 
Tom. Your spokesperson is Tom Bodet, and uh, here it is. Hi, Tom Bodet for 1-800-4-MOTEL-6, our toll-free reservation number. Now, to remember it, think of that one as an I, then I ate, and those look like two eggs. Now, say you ate those eggs for your cousin Mo, then tell six people. There you have it. I ate two eggs for Motel 6. Works for me. Well, I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> well, comment and let us know if you've ever seen a, a Motel 6 commercial, because that's what you remember when you think of Motel 6 and leaving that light on. What does that mean when you leave the light on? You know, you know first, Tom is amazing. He's an amazing partner. Uh, he's a great friend. Uh, he's an advocate and he sticks with us through and through. So he's not just, you know, some say, oh, our spokesman, our celebrity spokesman. He, Tom's really, he's right there in the middle of the trenches with us. But, you know, for, for us, leaving the light on really, you know, was a great tagline. It's been with us for 30 plus years, you know, you know, and it's, it's historic. It's, it gives us the great recognition. But during COVID, it took on a new shape and form. Rather than becoming a tagline, it was really our rally cry, uh, the rally cry that we use to inspire the entire you know, system to remain open. Uh, we knew during COVID that we knew our, our, our guests, our travelers needed our product. We knew our team members needed to continue to work. And we wanted to stand shoulder and shoulder with our local communities, showing everyone that you can operate you can operate responsibly, you know, during a pandemic. Um, and so uh, we took each, we took every effort necessary to remain open, uh, starting from the early days of, of the crisis, just really by partnering with um, our, our great franchisees out there, um, ensuring that they understood that they knew that we would be with them, you know, shoulder to shoulder um, in the trenches with them, um, that we would lead by example with our own properties. And uh, so uh, I, I think today, if we think about leaving the light on, um, it's, it's, it's gone beyond what was just a tagline. Now it's really, it, it's, it, it's really ingrained in, in who we are. Right, right. And, you know, the economy segment has just been thriving this last year and a half uh, where, you know, some of the higher tiered segment is has been really hurting. And, you know, why is that? Why do you think that the economy segment has been booming and it continues to boom as, you know, as we are continuing to grow? You know, our our guests are, um, you know, are those road warriors that uh travel on um, on their own dime uh you know cost of lodging cost of food comes out of their own pocket so they're not on on ex corporate expense reports and so for them low cost and affordable is is key they know what our product is they know what we deliver um and and we meet that expectation um so you know those individuals that kept us moving during the crisis the the factory workers, the truck drivers, the farmers, everyone that we depended on, they, they, they kept working. They knew we were always keeping a light on for them. So they returned, uh, you know, you know, we're, we're regularly thought of as the first choice for those travelers. And so, uh, you know, we always took care of them in good times and in bad. 
So, uh, and during COVID, I think they, they just remained, they remained loyal uh, and, and true. And so that helped us. I think it helped all of, all of economy lodging and, and, and probably, all, you know, others in the chain scales. Um, you saw, you know, that, that movement. And uh, um, I think everybody out there did the best they possibly could, regardless of, of, of where, you, where you rank on the chain scale from luxury all, down, all the way down. Uh, did the best we could to make sure that we provided a, a clean, safe, uh, you know, environment for not only our team members, but for our guests. So um, I think we learned a lot. Yeah, I think we all did learn a lot. And, you know, congratulations on we're talking about ranks. Congratulations on becoming or you were and you still are in the running is you are your Motel 6 is the best budget friendly hotel uh, brand voted by consumers and by USA Today. And that was 2020. And I know you're in the running right now. The polls just closed a few days ago where that that might be a, a new announcement where you're in the top uh, again. We're anxious. We're anxiously awaiting. We're anxiously awaiting. We're ho hoping, hoping to hear. Although I, I, I suspect we've got some friends in uh, in Columbus, um, you know, Ohio at uh, at Red Roof and and in uh, Parsippany over at Wyndham that are uh, that are that are trying to take that number one seat away from us. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, finger fingers crossed. Well, that is awesome. Where you know you you are last year, 2020, the number one uh, voted. Brand, what makes you number one uh, when people are trying to select between those other brands like a Red Roof or a Super 8 or, you know, uh, those other brands that you're competing with? Uh, why are you different? Uh, you know, I, I'd say we're different from the fact that, you know, we've remained true to the original value proposition. We remain true to the model, you know, throughout, you know, almost 60 years now. Uh, we remain focused on clean, comfortable, and affordable. Uh, no frills, nothing fancy, not a lot of in-room amenities that add costs. No, you know, breakfast, uh, you know, uh, in our lobbies that add costs. Uh, you know, a loyalty program that's not, you know, uh, desired by our customers or nor our franchise partners adding costs. So we remain true to that, and we re just remained focused on the principles of clean, comfortable, affordable. And I think that combined with um, our distribution across the U.S. and Canada, um, you know, pretty dense, but still more room to grow. Um, and those great commercials that you're hearing uh, from Tom and, uh, you know, a lot of the other amazing marketing messages over the years, you know, bring us today to what is a 94% uh, brand awareness. Um, so, you know, I think that's amazing. And, and you combine all of that, then you get this, this great, uh, owner loyalty, um, is where we do have loyalty is from our owners. And, uh, because they recognize that, you know, that efficient model helps them drive higher returns, uh, driving in more cash to their bank accounts, allowing them to grow. So, um, you know, I think it's, uh, it's, it's proven, uh, you just got to remain focused. It's not easy, uh, to, to, to stay disciplined. It's, it's difficult at times, times it's a lot easier to copy others, um, and, and just follow the leader, so to speak, uh, to say no is hard. 
Um, and, uh, you know, it's been a challenge, but I think it's, it's proved valuable. Right. A lot of owners uh, came to me when I was going to bring you on saying, Hey, ask them about breakfast. And what are some other amenities that you guys are going to be adding? You know, a lot of brands are like, all right, you got to bring breakfast back, or you got to bring this back, which is very challenging right now. You know, personally, I know for a few properties, we've put out ads for, you know, breakfast hosts, hostess and it's been tough to find the right person that is engaging, that cares, that's going to show up on time. All of those things. This is added cost to us as an owner, um, and 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 the challenges of of that whole breakfast is difficult. Um, but what does breakfast look like for for Motel Six? Uh, breakfast for Motel Six looks like uh, coffee in the lobby. Um, we're also happy to provide directions to the closest Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's um you know somewhere else but no no breakfast for us no plans with breakfast in the future um i'm a big fan of breakfast um i'm a supporter of breakfast i do not eat breakfast myself but i encourage all of my uh all of the other other brands out there in lodging to have big robust breakfasts that are very expensive um and very very valuable um and i'm i'm a, I'm a big fan of that for them not for me Right. So you, like you said, you're focused on what the what the brand offers and the message it offers to your guests, too, because, you know, that has to align where the hotel might be doing something, but the marketing right. message is, is right. something else. I mean, the reality is also, I mean, if, you know, serving, you know, our our customers, which we do all the time. I mean, if you if you consider the truck drivers and factory workers and, and farmers, they're up and gone in many cases by five, five thirty in the morning. So they're they're out the door. And so for us to have a breakfast in the lobby at, at 6 a.m. would only, you know, again, only increase costs for our partners out there unnecessarily. Then it increases waste and and you know spoilage and and you know that's not that's not good for anybody. It's costly, it's not good for the environment, it's not sustainable. So, you know, again. Coffee for us in the lobbies is is where we are, and and that's our focus. And um, you know, and our other focus is helping our partners drive, you know, better better service scores. Come up with creative ways to you know solutions for renovation, saving them dollars, um, and most importantly, is driving that top line. How do we drive you know more revenue and more uh, you know more heads and beds, so to speak. Yeah, for the folks that are watching, I know a lot of people are saying, keep it simple. Uh, uh, Peggy's saying, I love the concept. No breakfast, which, listen, I appreciate breakfast, too, at a certain hotel based on what I'm doing, based on my budget, based on a lot of different things. And I think guests are the same way. If they're going to on a vacation and they're doing whatever, they have a different thing. Or guess what? They don't need the breakfast at the hotel because they're going to spend that same amount of money maybe somewhere else or maybe they might save. And I understand all of those things. So I love that you guys are focused on what the brand offers and that message across is is kind of just one one message. Right. It's not several messages. Right. And there's so much information out there. You know, I mean, it's travelers are more informed, more educated than they've ever been. Um, and they're getting even more informed and they have this at their, you know, uh, available at their fingertips. So they know when they choose, they know that we do not offer breakfast, um, but they know that a Red Roof does or Hampton Inn does or, you know, or, you know, so or days in. So they'll, they'll make those decisions based on their travel occasion. You know, they'll they're, they're smart. They know what they need. They know what they want. 
Now, Rob, we're talking to the CEO of G6 Hospitality, Mr. Rob Pileshi. Now, one other thing that makes your brand so successful is, and I just read this last week, is you guys are very pet friendly. And that's one thing that people drive. As last year, folks weren't flying. They were driving to their destination. They didn't want to leave their pet at someone's house or at a kennel, which was probably not open at that time, or somewhere else where they might have had some, you know, pet sitting, they wanted to bring that family member, that pet along with them. I have my buddy down here somewhere, uh, Sammy, and um, we did the same thing this summer. We took him with us, right? And so being pet friendly is, you know, is important right now because a lot of people love their pets and it's part of their family. Um, but that also is a success of why people stay at your brand. Uh, tell us more about your pet program. Yeah, no, I mean, we try to make it as simple and easy as possible. You know, just register your pet. Let us know in advance, register your pet. Um, you know, we've got, we've got some, you know, restrictions on numbers, you know, uh, you know, of pets, you know, I mean, it's all reasonable. It's based, you know, it's, you know, we're just trying to, trying to be reasonable and fair, but we just try to be as, as simple and easy as possible, path of least resistance. Um, I travel with my pets as well. Um, so, you know, for me, it's just, it's just, an, it's just necessary. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're getting better and better with it all the time. Um, and so I think when, when everybody, uh, and in the ownership community out there recognizes the value of it, um, you know, when they appreciate that, that those guests are responsible, they do clean up after their, after their pets, they, they take care of them. Um, you know, it's, I, I think more and more properties will, will adopt the, the philosophy. Yeah. You know, there, there are not a lot of options for, uh, for pet friendly hotels. So I know that's a, a, a big, uh, draw for people staying at your hotel. Now tell me about the, the, the GM that's working at a motel six, and we'll talk about the new, the other new brands that you have too. Um, what keeps them going and how do you, from the corporate office, keep them saying, you know what? here's what we're doing. Here's what, how we can keep motivating you. Cause it's a challenge every single day as we try to keep our teams going too. What are some things that you kind of uh, your brand kind of helps to support the owners or even your own hotels? Yeah. You know, we do everything across the entire system. So we don't do anything separate for owned versus uh, our franchise partners, but we launched last year, um, you know, during COVID um, uh, our light keeper training. Uh, which is really focused on, uh, you know, on that team member engagement with guests, uh, you know, and being a little bit more proactive, problem solving, um, just providing them with the tools, the education necessary, um, you know, role playing to, to, you know, to, you know, to help that guest experience, but also to help grow those team members individually as well. Um, you know, for, for our for our general managers out there, we try to keep the lines of communication open. Uh, we over communicate. Um, sometimes we over communicate a little bit too much, um, you know. But we're always trying to be mindful of the the, the trials and tribulations of running a property. Um, and you know, we we are we're disciplined about not sending out requests or memos on Fridays and Mondays when you know people are, you know, getting gearing up for the weekend or returning back to work. Um, we're always focused on trying to provide some additional incentives out there to inspire 
Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we, I'd say we just, we just stay to our values. We're, we're transparent. Um, you know, uh, we try to lead by example. Um, and I think owning hotels and being in hotels helps us, helps us do that. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I really respect, and I talked about this and I posted about it is I respect that you guys not only, you know, operate a franchise model, but you also own 140 properties. So you know what your GMs are going through. You know, what's, what's, what it's like right now for hiring for a little bit of everything across the board. And I appreciate that. And, you know, we all try to keep our teams together. Uh, what are some leadership habits that you can sh tell or, you know, habits that you live by every single day that keep yourself going? And then, you know what, maybe you help other folks that are maybe wanting to step up higher in what they're doing, right? Uh, what are some leadership habits that you live by every single day? Uh, you know, I think, you know, uh, end of the day, you know, we're not carrying cancer. Um, you know, so don't, I don't take everything so seriously, right? We're providing, we provide an experience, we provide, you know, lodging, um, you know, we provide a safe environment. So it, it requires hard work. You have to roll up your sleeve. Um, you know, you have to get into the trenches, you know, all the time. Um, and, you know, so I think you've got to, you've, we try to demonstrate patience. We try to demonstrate a work ethic. Um, we try to demonstrate our ability to see things through to conclusion. Um, we're transparent, um, almost to a fault. Um, you know, uh, we'll probably be the first ones to call ourselves out, um, you know, w with issues. And, you know, again, it's that just really leading by example, um, you know, and, you know, when you say your door is always open, it has to always be open. You have to always be, you know, invite that, that comment, invite that criticism, invite that suggestion. You can't just Put a put a wall up or a barrier up. Um, so I think really just trying to live uh, live that example is is I think that's something that I focus on. I know my my leadership team over here they do an amazing job with it. Um, you know I'm the knucklehead that gets everybody in trouble and comes up with dumb ideas. They're the ones who have to talk me off the ledge and say, yeah, that's that's really the dumbest idea you've ever come up with. Um, I make more mistakes than anybody, but thanks to that team, they, they, you know, they, they keep the train on the rails uh, and they keep everybody focused and, uh, um, they're the, they're the real heroes in all of this. They're the ones who, who, you know, three times a day were on calls, uh, navigating COVID, uh, 24 hours a day on calls, talking with team members and, and, are you know helping our help desk navigate through health issues and and just listening? Um, so uh, we've, we've got a great organization. We got great leaders over here. So that makes my life easy. So I can just go and mess things up. <laughs> well, I love I love this conversation. Wrote down a bunch of different mindsets and leadership habits that you were that you you know shared with us. I think our number one thing that you really shared and really motivated and inspired us is stay focused on what you're doing. You know, in life, a lot of times you see the shiny new shiny object syndrome and you're like, I want to go do that. I want to go do this. And then guess what? When you get there, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Right. And you're like, Oh, 
right? Um, and so I, I feel like focusing on that one thing that you that keeps you going, uh, that keeps you inspired, and that keeps you motivated, passion, all those things uh, are an example of why your brand is so successful and why you've been so successful. So thank you so much, Mr. Rob Pileshi, for being on. Uh, where can people find you? Where can people find the brand? And by the way, we forgot to mention the other brands that you have. It's not just Motel 6, but... We have, yeah, it's, you know, it's Studio 6 um, is our other brand. We have, we, uh, we have two brands, um, you know, and uh, Motel 6 and Studio 6. And our Studio 6 is our extended stay uh, product. Um, but everyone really recognizes that one six. That's the, that's the real brand. That's the real power over there. So we have, we have, you know, the one brand with two product lines, a motel and an extended state product line. Awesome. Well, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks at the Logi conference and where can people find you guys? Um, you can, I would, I would say, you know, you need to tell Mo or <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah. Motel6.com baby. You know, or, you know, you can always find me through, you know, social media or, or LinkedIn. Uh, a lot of great people out there are always like trying to keep me on track with LinkedIn. I do a terrible job of my own, but they keep me on track. So, uh, you know, I think, I think everybody knows where to find my big mouth. So. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. And I can't wait to meet you again. at the Like we said, at the lodging conference, guys, if you loved this conversation, Comment one thing that you learned. I wrote down focus like four times on this paper because a lot of times for me, I see the same thing. I'm like, oh, he's doing that. Let me go do that too. And I think that a lot of times you lose um, what you're really passionate about when you start seeing other people. So I love this conversation. Mr. Rob Pileshi, thank you so much. We will thank see you. you thank soon. you. Thank you. Guys, that was awesome. Um, thank you so much, Rob. You can find him on LinkedIn. You can find his brand at motel6.com. And of course, uh, I can't wait to have him on again. And uh, this was a fun interview. And I, you know, I, I like that is that he that they own properties too, right? Which is very inspiring because as we all keep going, like we need folks to say, "I understand how you feel. I know what you're going through." And I actually, and I was ready to post this today. And you let me know if I should post this. All right, here it is. And I'm look, I'm getting ready to post this. And I don't know if I should. So you let me know if I should. All right. It says real talk. A lot of people will be mad about this post that, I, that I'm going to, but it's true. A lot of people will be mad about this post, but it's true. If you're posting advice on what hotel people should be doing and you're actually not working in a hotel right now, you have no idea what people are feeling and what they're going through. Now, let me know if I should post this or not on my LinkedIn, because I think it is true. You know, if you're not seeing what's actually happening, if you're not hiring those folks and you're not seeing that, hey, I interviewed 10 people and they're all coming in today. And guess what? They don't all show up. That is a fact. Or guess what? I ordered linen or I, or I did this one thing and it's not happening because there's other things that are happening behind it. So, you know, I, I wish the industry was like it was a year and a half ago or maybe two years ago. It's not as a different animal right now, especially with the staffing um, and I'm going to post that, but you got to let me know. It's, you know, I, I, you know, I respect those folks that are talking about this, but it's a different story when you're actually at a hotel and seeing that, that GM crying, you see that, that leader just, you know, just really frustrated. It's hard. And I see it every single day. So I'm going to continue sharing ideas, insights, mindset, 
inspiration to all of you guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, and uh, Kimberly says, read it again. All right, it says, here it is. It says, real talk. A lot of people will be mad about this post, but it's true. If you're posting advice on what hotel p- people should be doing right now, and you're actually not working in a hotel right now, you have no idea what hotel people are feeling and going through. And I think it's true. I mean, we could say that you should do or do this, but if you're actually behind the scenes and you're doing the actual work, it's a different, it's a different animal. And so that is uh, the ending of my, and I wanted to keep it positive, but that is what I'm going to be posting. You know, I think it's that we have to keep each other going and um, guys, I'm so excited next week, which is September 1st. I have a full conversation uh, with Mr. Chip Rogers, the CEO, president of the American Hotel Lodging Association. He's going to let us know what's happening in industry, how we can get involved, and all of those things that keep us going that they're focused on for the rest of this year and 2022 and beyond. So excited to talk to Mr. Chip Rogers. That's next Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Guys, if you love this episode, hit the like button, comment that you liked it. Comment one thing that you learned, and I learned that it was focus, right? Focus and keeping it going. Guys, thank you so much. Until then, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Talk to you next week. Bye. Uh, there it is. All right. There it is.